0: The cannabis industry is growing almost as fast as the cannabis and hemp being planted and harvested. Where, when, and how fast will the cannabis and hemp industries continue to climb? Who will be the people leading the charge into that promised land of profit? Let's pursue those answers and more with The Plant Profits, powered by Protus Global. Here is your host of Plant Profits, Burt Miller.
1: Welcome to another episode of Plant Profits. I'm Burt Miller, your host on Plant Profits. Uh, we have had some of the most influential and forward-thinking executives the last few weeks and companies in the cannabis industry. Uh, these are these folks are uh, the leaders and on the forefront of uh, really creating some outstanding companies. And along that, they are influencing and changing the landscape of careers Uh, as well in the career opportunities. Today, uh, we have a a person who goes back a long way with me, a longtime friend, and whose name, uh, this always comes up in many of his interviews, which he's been on MSNBC and and been to the NASDAQ and various other shows that he's appeared on. It always comes up, but I have to bring it up as well, who has definitely the name for this industry, Mr. Smoke Wallon. Smoke uh, is the president and CEO of uh, Vertical Wellness and the president of Vertical Companies response for distribution, sales, and marketing. So uh, again, uh, Smoke is an outstanding leader in the industry. Uh, as I mentioned already, he is a personal friend of mine. And again, uh, without question, that name is suited for the cannabis industry. Uh, before we start, follow me on social media, at PG. Be sure to send us your questions, your comments, uh, for the show, and use the hashtag plant Profits. That's profits spelled P-R-O-P-H-E-T-S. And get that out there and share with your friends, family, and your social circle. And then share it again and share it again if you don't mind. So let's get right to it. Uh, As I mentioned earlier, today's show, we have Smoke Wallen, the president from Vertical Companies, which includes Vertical Wellness. And uh, Smoke serves as Vertical Wellness CEO. And you can find Smoke at Smoke Wallen. Uh, somke Wallen W-A-L-L-I-N. And so before we dig around and get into vertical and the cannabis world, I would be remiss, Smoke, if I, I did not allow you to, to tell your side
2: of the story first about how we
1: first started our professional relationship.
2: <laughs> well, uh, thanks for having me, Bert. Great to, great to be together um, uh, remotely. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, well, okay. So I didn't know you were going to go there, but I mean, the reality is, Bert and I met, we were uh, wine sales guys, I think he was a, a district manager and I was a sales rep and uh, I was selling uh, all the wines except Gallo and he was uh, the Gallo distributor so we were of course natural born enemies and uh, <laughs> <laughs> fought our way through the shelves and I think I, I, think I reset about 22 stores uh, in my territory uh, back when you could reset a lot of stores at the local level and uh, and then every time I'd reset one, his team would go in and reset it back, and we'd be going back and forth. They, they steal a facing. I'd steal a shelf. I, um, I steal a section. They steal a store. I, you know, it was back and forth. And we finally um, uh, figured out that we would be better off if we worked together and didn't steal each other's section. So uh, from then on, we were uh, fast friends.
1: Yeah, that, that's also the story I remember as well, Smoke. And we were – uh, we got a lot more sleep when uh, we decided to work together and, and take it out on the other guys that was for sure.
3: Yeah, we so, uh, <laughs>
1: Well let's let's jump into the vertical story um, it's really interesting because I remember being at a at a at an event in Indianapolis Indiana uh, when you told me the story you're really looking hard into the cannabis uh, industry and doing some research and then lo and behold it wasn't two or three months later you ended at vertical uh, and vertical as you as uh, the listeners may not know is one of the first and largest vertically integrated companies uh, in the legal uh, medical cannabis industry. Uh, and for those who want to check uh, vertical out, they can go to Vertcos.com. that is V as in victory, E R T C O S.com. So um, with that, and you might want to start there smoke when you, you first started thinking about the cannabis industry. And now, in 18 and not even 18 probably more like 16 short months later uh which probably feels like five years you have um, made quite an uh, impact and influence So, if you want to take a moment and give people your background and evolution to where you are today and talk a little bit about Vertco, that'd be great
2: sure absolutely the, the uh it certainly does feel like uh, i don't know we, we say it's like dog years so it's probably more like a decade <clears throat> in the last 16 months but um, the, the, the reality is, you know, I had been, after after meeting Bert back in the early days, um, you know, went on to build a, about a billion-dollar wine and spirits distribution company that is now part of an $8 billion wine and spirits distribution company and um, got to be chairman of the Wine and Spirits Wholesalers of America along the way and uh, was really involved in industry issues and then did a bunch of my own brands. And the last brand I started was called Beach Whiskey, and we bought American Harvest from um, from uh, Sydney Frank uh, owners, the John Frank and, and family, and and relaunched that in about 5,000 stores. And uh, I sold my interest in that company out about two and a half years ago, and my wife turned to me and said, before we do another liquor deal, let's look at cannabis. And uh, of course, I, I responded, uh, well, okay, that sounds like a good idea, but I don't know anybody in it, so, uh, I spent about six months uh, networking, studying the industry, trying to figure out where it was going. Clearly it was going to explode, but, you know, this was, uh, you know, it it certainly was far from clear how quickly and how quickly it would normalize and, and whether or not, you know, I wanted to be, um, you know, kind of the first uh, well-known or higher profile person from the alcohol business jumping in, you know, when I remember this, this wasn't very long ago, but there was nobody really of note in it. Right. And I was literally, uh, I was really looking at it at, at a holistic level. And, and when I, in October of 2017, uh, Constellation made their first, you know, $198 million investment in, in canopy growth. And the day that deal was announced, I turned to my wife and I said, okay, handcuffs are off. Those guys just did that. If they can do that, I can do it. So that, I think when I saw you bird, it was a, a month or so later. And mm-hmm. uh, at that point I was already, um, well, on the way to uh, to joining up with my now partner Todd Kaplan and uh, taking what he had invested in early on in terms of um, infrastructure assets, grow buildings, um, you know, kind of the whole back of house side of the of the equation, and putting it together in a in a in a bigger company with bigger platform where we could um, put it into brands and get distribution along the lines of what we did in the alcohol space, and so that that's been. The journey, uh, I don't look back at all. I uh, couldn't be more excited about being in the space today and building out what we're building out. And I'm happy to talk about that, but I wanna I'll pause and see if there's um, anything else you want me to tell about the entry.
1: Yeah, absolutely, no, thank you for that. Um, uh, if you would, maybe the introduction um, with Todd and, and, and really as you guys have evolved um, in the hemp, the hemp bill has gone through how the, the company has evolved and now you're structuring it uh, as well as maybe separate uh, entities to uh, serve your your audience better. And then obviously, uh, perhaps the uh, relationship and how you and Todd came to be.
2: Yeah, so I'll start with that. And I've I, um, been an active member of a group called YPO, the Young Presidents Organization, um, for a long time, and and I uh, ended up going to a YPO dinner in Vegas uh, around MJ Biz a couple years ago, and and there was about thirty five other YPOers there who were all either invested in or looking to invest in in the cannabis space, and I ended up sitting next to Todd, and you know the rest was kind of uh, history. You know, he had been investing in the back-end infrastructure, and it really one of the things that occurred to me as I was getting into it is, you know, I could start a a new alcohol brand. I could do a whiskey or a vodka or anything. Um, and I I could call dozens of producers who could make it for me exactly to my specs, exactly the way I want it. You know, there's a fully developed ecosystem in place that, you know, you can go outsource. You can go make brands and uh, and and launch new ideas uh, in the marketplace. That's not the case in the cannabis space. So, I started looking at it. And I'm like, you know, without having an ecosystem of suppliers and uh, producers and uh, manufacturers who can make things and make things at scale consistently, there's no way you can build brands. So the matchup was perfect because Todd had put a lot of these um, assets in place and was looking to now take it to the next level of branding and I was looking for a platform to, to really take what I know about consumers and, and how to put brands together and get them to market uh, but also be able to make them. So that's a really important part of our story. You know, our name is vertical and uh, you know it, it's easy to remember because we're vertically integrated. You know we we grow, we cultivate, we extract, we manufacture lots of different form factors from you know the the traditional ones and smokable products and flour to uh, oils and uh, all the extract kind of products to, edibles and beverages and lotions, topicals, and medicines, you know, the whole range of products. And, you know, being able to make those is a precursor to being able to create brands. And uh, and so that's a really important piece of our story, even though when you hear me talking most of the time, Bert, you know, I'm talking about brands. Mm-hmm. And just, um, you can't do it without a supply chain. So that was really important to, uh, to establish and uh, it's, it allows us in the world's largest cannabis market in California to really scale brands, and you know you're going to see some really extraordinary things uh, happening here this year in in our portfolio. Along the way, just to get to the wellness side, we we invested in Kentucky, and you know certainly saw the potential for CBD. I had been to Washington. I think in March of 2018, I went and met with Mitch McConnell's chief of staff and a number of other congressional delegation. And I got the feeling that uh, they were going to push pretty hard to include hemp in the farm bill. I certainly had no idea they would succeed, right? And there was a right. very, very questionable at that point. But we decided to make the investment anyway. And boy, that was that was sure um, in retrospect a good a good move because when the farm bill passed, that authorized hemp throughout the land. Uh, Kentucky was the first state to file with the ag department they were ready to go because obviously um, McConnell mm-hmm. the delegation was behind this uh, and so the fact that we we bought a 90,000 square foot facility we um, you know bought our extraction equipment we got our licenses we we did a hundred acres last year um, and we were processing that and that we we're kind of run through all that product now we're not buying third-party uh, hemp um, from other farmers. But the fact that we had all that in place when the farm bill passed, enabled us to basically take another look at that business and say, well, you know what, we could do this at scale. So, right. you know, we basically uh, spun out Vertical Wellness, all the hemp and and CBD brand assets into its own company. And that allows us to now go raise significant um, institutional capital and take that public in the US, which we couldn't do in the cannabis side. So it's right. pretty exciting, uh, we've got 3,000 Acres locked up for this season. Uh, we're processing 2,000 pounds a day right now, and um, you know we're, we'll get up to about 20,000 pounds a day by uh, by the fall.
1: You are listening to Smoke Wallen from Vertical Companies and Vertical Wellness uh, today. Uh, stay connected with them on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram via at Vertical Cos Companies. So Vertical Cos. Uh, that's how you stay connected to vertical companies uh, when we do come back from break I uh, want to dig in more to what smoke uh, just finished talking about and that is the infrastructure of their organization and why they are among the largest vertically integrated businesses and we'll dig uh, continue to dig in on the hemp bill and what that opportunity allows uh, vertical companies and vertical wellness to do around hiring and uh, growing their team so we'll be right back and um, You're listening to Plant Profits. And remember to follow me on social media at Burt Miller PG. We will be right back.
0: Plant Profits will return so our sponsors can profit from these messages. In
4: 2018, The National Cannabis Industry Association saw a 60% increase in congressional co-sponsorship of their priority legislation, the federal legalization of hemp, as well as the election of a new Congress expected to be more cannabis-friendly. NCIA will host our ninth annual Cannabis Industry Lobby Days, May 21st through 23rd in Washington, D.C. Join in advocate for our industry, and forge a unified front with the industry's most politically engaged leaders. NCIA members from across the country descend on Capitol Hill for our annual Lobby Days event to tell their stories and advocate for federal reforms needed for our industry to reach its full potential. Make your plans now to be at the National Cannabis Industry Association's 9th Annual Cannabis Industry Lobby Days in Washington, D.C. Register for Lobby Days and learn how NCIA works to advance the cannabis industry's policy agenda every day at www.thecannabisindustry.org slash Lobby Days 2019.
3: Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots.
4: (laughs) They have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot.
3: Expo.com.
0: The Plant Profits are back to lead the pursuit of the promised land of plant profit. Only on CannabisRadio.com.
1: Welcome back to Plant Profits. I'm your host, Bert Miller from Protus Global, and you can send comments and questions to me at Bert Miller, B E R T, Bert Miller, P G. And uh, we are now back with Smoke Wallen, who is the president of. Of vertical vertical companies, and also the CEO of Vertical Wellness. Uh, we ended up, Smoke, we were talking a little bit about the infrastructure, and I want to talk, take a quote uh, when we were in Toronto uh, at Benzinga uh, not long ago. One of the things you said is Vertical Companies is among the largest vertically integrated businesses within the legal medical cannabis industry. The company is focused on doing all things with the plant except for operating a retail presence," said CEO, Smoke Wallen. So uh, talk to me a little bit about that quote and also maybe share with everybody the infrastructure uh, that you guys have as an organization in in the various geographies where you are doing growing.
2: Yeah, so it's not that we're against retail. I think it's that we're doing all the other things. Like I mentioned, cultivation, extraction, manufacturing, Mm -hmm. brands, and distribution. And we we probably will have, at some point, some flagship retail stores, but I, I, I kind of look at it as, you know, if you combine Diageo and Southern Glaciers, you'd have a pretty big powerhouse brand and distribution company. And I don't necessarily have to be a retailer and compete with my customers, right? So our theory is, we don't know where retail is gonna go, we wanna be able to sell to all the retailers, we want our brands in every store, and we wanna be a good partner to those retailers, and I'm not looking to build out a giant Retail chain to compete with them when I can, you know, be a good vendor to them. So that's really the thinking behind that part. But what we've done is, in terms of infrastructure, I'll talk uh, THC, the re- the regulated cannabis side first. We've got 575 acre ranch now that we uh, own in uh, in the Santa Barbara in the in the in the Santa Rita Hills of Santa Barbara County. Mm-hmm. Uh, Santa Barbara's emerging as the largest growing area because the county basically. Have opened it up to, uh, you know, basically unlimited grows um, within reason, if as long as you have water and and uh, are in the unincorporated parts of the county. Um, so the the largest grows in the state, and therefore the largest grows among, uh, really, in the world at this point, are in Santa Barbara County. So we we grew twenty acres last year on a joint venture ranch we had, and now we have our own. Uh, we'll, we'll probably do uh, fifty acres uh, the next planting. Um, and a lot of that product will come off in the form of flour that goes into and biomass that goes into extraction right so let's just say 90 percent of our outdoor grows goes into manufacturing which is going to go into brands for topicals and edibles and all kinds of other Mm -hmm. other segments indoor we we've got a campus out in the desert in needles you know where we we've built uh, we have 29 acres we've built uh the first several buildings uh and are up and running we've got a 60,000 square feet of grow space that's um, that's now planted, um, you know, which is, you know, really, uh, you know, we could, we could build out another eight buildings and still not have enough high-end in, indoor flower to support the whole market. So there's a lot of room for growth there, but we're controlling that um, with pharma-grade facilities. Uh, it, you know, we spared no expense in building these out. There, each of these grow buildings have 24 rooms so we're harvesting every five days, a different room. So it's a continuous manufacturing process uh, on the plant side, and then in another building on the, that campus, we're doing extraction. We've got volatile extraction as well as non-volatile. So volatile is, for those that don't know, is um, you know using butane uh, to extract mm-hmm. from the plant and. There's only, last time I checked, there was only nine volatile licenses in the state of California. You have to have a C1D1 explosive proof room to do that. So that's all in place. We've spent the money to to, to do that at scale. And um, we're making all kinds of uh, terrific products for, for you know, it started out strictly the medical market, but also for the adult rec market as well.
1: Right. And so now, Bering, coming from where you came from, Smoke and the consumer products world, uh, you have... Uh, but again, the vertically integrated uh, infrastructure. How are you going about uh, manufacturing? I know you're partnering and maybe doing some joint ventures with brands. But in terms of creating some of your own brands, how you know when and how might you get involved in that, or are you already doing that?
2: Yeah, so we've got it, I'd say at least 35 brands in the cannabis side um, that we're um, bringing to market, and some of those are partner brands, as you mentioned. You know, we we looked out at uh, what's working in other states that maybe were a little bit ahead of California in terms of um, their progression. So, in for example, in Colorado, they, one of the leading retailers is called Starbuds. Uh, they've got 13 stores, you know, they're they're good-sized business. They've been at it for 10 years. And they have a brand of extract and pre-rolls called Caviar. It's a high-end product which they sell throughout the state of Colorado. We licensed Caviar for the state of California and are just about to launch that here. Really excited about that one. Uh, We've got other brands that have done well in other states that we've brought. We also have partnered with celebrities. You know, we've got a brand called Trees by Game. Game is a rapper here in LA and uh, has a great following and we um, have the exclusive manufacturing and distribution for for that brand. Um, And so, you know, we've kind of looked at collaboratively looking at brands that other people either bring to us or uh, doing well with in other markets. And then from an in-house development, we have a very talented team and we've been looking at the market and coming up with, you know, specific target niches that, you know, we think makes sense to, to focus. So we have a brand that actually Courtney, who you've met, you know, is, you know, is a soccer mom. So it's a brand by soccer moms for soccer moms. You know, you can be a baseball mom too, and it's just a, a euphemism. But you know, basically, this is a brand that's designed for, uh, you know, a, a, the female market. And you know, let's just say you had a vape pen that was very inconspicuous, uh, but when you set it down on the counter and your eight-year-old grabbed it, it wouldn't work because it's biometrically driven with mom's fingerprint. You know, so things interesting. that we're, interesting about technology layering in with the product that uh, itself. To uh, you know, attract a certain market. So we have a lot of brands coming, a um, bunch of brands being being launched now, and um, you know we're we're real excited about it. Um, there's uh, there's there's just so much potential there. And and I should mention we're uh, actually I'll mention it here uh, because it's about to be announced, and and um, this would make a little news. But we're in the midst of a pretty major oh, acquisition. I, I love the I love the, I love being first. That's great. Yeah. So, uh, we're, we're making a, a big acquisition, um, out here in Cal- in the West coast that will bring us into Oregon and, uh, and significantly increase our brand presence here in California. Uh, and it's a great matchup. It's a great example of like, here's a group that had, um, they got their start in the pre rec market. They moved into the legal market and, um, have gotten real success with their brands, uh, top 10 California brand at this point. And, um, but they really don't have the back-end infrastructure that I talked about. And so the combination – Nice fit. Yeah, but like it it puts us into 700 stores between Oregon and and California uh, so we can cross-sell our other brands and gives them a a much uh, more significant, deep um, production side to manufacture the brands at scale. So it's pretty exciting.
1: No, it is. And when we come back from break, we'll talk a little bit more about that. Um, to the audience um, you're listening to Smoke Wallen from Vertical Companies and Vertical Wellness uh, and so stay connected with them on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram via VerticalCOS at VerticalCOS um, and then when we come back from break we're going to dig in a little bit further uh, around the brand piece you're listening to Plant Profits and remember to follow me on social media uh, at Bert Miller PG. we'll be right back
0: Plant profits will return so our sponsors can profit from these messages.
4: The National Cannabis Industry Association's sixth annual Cannabis Business Summit and Expo returns to San Jose, California's McInerney Convention Center July 22nd through the 24th. Register today at CannabisBusinessSummit.com. And take part in the most influential, award-winning cannabis conference and trade show. Hosted by the cannabis industry's only national trade association, NCIA's Cannabis Business Summit and Expo offers attendees three days of engagement and interactive programs. Arrive early so you can participate in our pre-conference workshops and off-site tours. Join hundreds upon hundreds of exhibitors and thousands upon thousands of attendees at NCIA's 6th Annual Cannabis Business Summit and Expo, July 22nd to the 24th in San Jose, California. Register today at CannabisBusinessSummit.com. That's CannabisBusinessSummit.com That's P-O-U-C-H-Z dot com Cannabis industry professionals Want to gain some new leads? Make genuine business connections And get premier brand exposure? This is your opportunity NCIA's new industry socials are coming soon To Portland, Maine, New Jersey Pittsburgh, Baltimore, and Miami Sponsorship opportunities available Register today
0: the Plant Profits are back to lead the pursuit of the promised land of plant profit. Only on CannabisRadio.com.
1: Welcome back to Plant Profits. I'm your host Bert Miller from Protus Global, and you can send comments and questions to me at bertmillerpg. And we're back with Smoke Wallen. He is the president of Vertical Companies and CEO of Vertical Wellness, a LA-based uh, vertically integrated. Uh, organization, and we wrapped up uh, the last segment with Smoke and I talking uh, about brands. And the one thing that's unique is, you know, the various categories. Uh, you know, everything from topicals, uh, you know, to disposable vapes and vapes and, and baked goods and edibles and, and confectionery. But the one thing, Smoke, that that hasn't yet happened that, I, you know, I presume will, but I really want your perspective as you are looking to grow out your organization. There's really, might as well stay with the adult beverage theme that we have today with you. There's no Jack Daniels brand really uh, in this space yet. What do you think is going to be the evolution uh, as this market continues to evolve and brands are created where we actually recognize them in mainstream?
2: Yeah, that's a great question, Bert. You know, that the, the- the reality is there are no big brands yet, but there will be, mm. and you know, I spent a lot of time back in the drinks business thinking about that little white space, the seam between the brands that existed and where there might be some opportunity to, to punch through and gain distribution, get on the shelf, get on the bar, uh, in a, in a, with a, a compelling, unique brand story that you could sell into the trade. Well, today, in the cannabis space, there, it's all white space the entire thing is, is, a, is a blank slate. And yes, there are brands that have gotten some traction, uh, which is great. But, you know, I think it would be a bold person who would predict that the existing brands uh, necessarily would be the top brands in five years. I mean, we're going to see so much innovation coming. And I think the other thing that's important that ties to this is, you know, Jack Daniels doesn't make Beer. Well, actually, they did make one once. It yeah. didn't work so well. And that's a bad example. But if Jack Daniels came out with a line extension, they said, hey, here's our new vodka from Jack Daniels, that wouldn't make any sense from a branding standpoint, right? It wouldn't feel right. – wouldn't resonate. It wouldn't make sense. The reason they are who they are is they make Tennessee whiskey. Now, they might have an aged one, and they might have a black – you know, different labels, but they're not going to um, stray far from their core, which is why they're a big brand. That's how brands work. Brands don't work the way a lot of people see them right now in the cannabis space where they're slapping the same label on every form factor. You know, that would be, that would make no sense. You know, maybe um, Weight Watchers or the generic brand at Costco, the Kirkland brand, you know, has lots of form factors, but big brands that are iconic like Jack Daniels, don't do that. And so when I say I have 35 brands of cannabis and on the CBD side, I probably have 50 brands I'm working on That sounds like a lot, it's really not. When you start dividing it by the different form factors, there's gonna be champion beverage brands, there's gonna be champion edibles, there's going to be champion vapes and flower brands, and there's gonna be all kinds of niches that get met, and you're not gonna see brands slapped on all these different form factors. So um, I absolutely believe the future is brands, Uh, that's why we're doing what we do. And you know, why would cannabis be any different than than all the other segments of consumer goods, you know, brands start. Exactly. They don't start in Indiana. They start. They start here, right? Like, they, California is where a lot of the big brands that exist uh, begin, and so we believe that getting brands to scale in the largest market in the world, California, uh, will lead the way to national brands and international brands that uh, that will roll out across the country and across the world.
1: That's great. Um, uh, so I appreciate that. I also believe uh, I'm, I'm with you, Smoke. Uh, I cannot wait till we start to see uh, brands emerge. So um, before we wrap up, though, I, I know there's probably a lot of people in the audience that you know. I know it's, I've been getting a lot of phone calls myself. Smoke, is it too late to invest? Is it too late to get into the industry? You know, how do I get? How do I get in the industry, uh, etc.? So I think people are starting to have. Uh, those thoughts as, the, as this industry is just continue to pick up more and more more m- momentum in the mainstream. Uh, do you think it's getting too late for some to get in the game, or or not?
2: Not at all. I think it's still early days. Uh, you know, we we might be out of spring training and we're starting the first uh, games of the real season. And so it's not even a an uh, not, you know an inning thing. It's a it's a part of the season. And you know, what I do think is changing rapidly is the level of professionalism, the level of the amount of capital that's going into the space. I mean, we just closed, I announced 58, but it was $62 million Series A round. I'm now out raising 50 for wellness, 50 for the cannabis business, another 50 for the brands. You know, so we're out raising hundreds of millions of dollars and we're one company. So it's not too late. Um, There's lots of opportunities. We're not public yet. Um, we we're, we plan to take various entities public in Canada or the U.S., depending on, on which side of the fence it's on. Uh, and so it's still early days. And, if you know, if you bought Amazon or you bought Facebook when it went public, you would have done pretty well. I think we're in that kind <laughs> of situation, right? Exactly. Well,
1: uh, before, again, before we wrap up, uh, one question I do want to ask you, who, who are your go-tos, you know, in the space when you need advice?
2: Well, you know, I think we we've – We've certainly tapped into the network of folks that have been in the space, but you know we're we've got a network of of folks that are helping us I mean we, obviously I've, I've worked with you guys at Protus uh, to to get bring talent into into the um, operation I work with mm-hmm. Kush packaging for a lot of our packaging needs they're doing a great job I've got a whole network of creative agencies doing pieces of our brand work you know you you wouldn't want this many brands being created by one group because you'd have a convergence, I think, of thought. Uh, so we, you know, we, we, we've basically gone outside the industry and applied best of class um, organizations and talent to this space. And that's, we continue to do that.
1: That's great, and um, I think the audience now understands the influence and, and what you are now doing, Smoke, at Vertical Companies. Uh, that's all the time we have for our show today, but Smoke, I really do, brother, appreciate you spending some time with us today on plant profits. And folks, remember to check out Vertical at vertcos.com. That's V as in victory, E-R-T-C-O-S.com. And uh, you can also uh, go and directly communicate with Smoke at Smoke at oh, actually at Smoke wallen uh, That last name is W A L L I N. And uh, of course, don't forget to hit me up on Instagram with your comments and questions. You can find me at Bert Miller PG. And once again, use the hashtag Plant Profits P R O P H E T S to stay in the know. Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you guys on next week's show. Until next time. Cheers.